It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. You're listening to Puma Podcast. that time kasi yung buong street ng Subic sa run course punong-puno ng Pilipino as in yun yung pinakamadaming tao nakita ko sa buong buhay ko na nanonood ng triathlon alam ko mananalo na ako inisip ko ano kayang gagawin ko papalapit ng papalapit sa finish line apiran ko ba yung mga tao mag-wave ba ako ng kamay and wala akong nagawa nag-sprint na lang ako hanggang finish line. Yun lang yung nagawa ko. Hi, I'm Kimang Robang from Philippine Triathlon National Team and I'm six-time SEA Games gold medalist. Hi, I'm Siege Nantenko Malolos and you're listening to Go Hard Girls. All this season, we've been talking about finding success on your own terms. Kim is known as Southeast Asia's triathlon queen. Along the way, she had to make some difficult decisions. School or career? Focusing on triathlon or competing in other events too? There were no easy answers. No right or wrong answers. Only crossroads and decisions that challenged Kim to define success her way. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's go back to the starting line of Kim's journey. So I started swimming when I was nine. Um, actually, yung parents ko before, way before pa. Every summer, nag-art school ako, music school, and then at age of nine, parang napunta ako sa swimming lessons. And then, parang nagustuhan ko siya. Tapos, parang nagtuloy-tuloy na. And then that time, kasi sobrang skinny ko and sobrang liit ko compare sa baka age ko. So pag swimmer ka, kailangan sobrang laki ng katawan mo. Kasi, kailangan mo ng power. And, yung mga kalaban ko, sobrang laki na saan. So, pag nag-dive kami, kalahati na sila ng pool. Parang nasa 5 meters pa lang ako ng swimming pool. Tapos, at age of 12, na-discover ng coach ko na parang malakas ako mag-run compare sa mga ka-age ko. Tapos, nag-ash siya sa akin if gusto ko ba daw mag-try mag-triathlon? And that time, hindi ako marunong mag-bike. As in, zero bike yung alam ko. Pero yung trials ng triathlon that time sa ultra is swimming and running lang. So, tinry namin. So, yung time ko sa swim, pasok siya for national team. And yung time ko sa run, pasok siya for national team. So, that time, yung problem ko na, kailangan ko matuto mag-bike. On that time, sobrang swerte ko rin kasi madami akong kasamang bata. So, sabay-sabay kami natututong magbay. I mean, that time, ang iniisip ko is laro. I mean, yun yung pinaka parang key sa lahat. Um, I think yun yung mga hindi na-understand ng ibang parents ngayon na kailangan mo ipafeel sa mga anak mo or sa bata na 
hindi kailangan competitive level agad. Ipa-feel mo na naglalaro sila, pupunta sila sa training kasi nag enjoy sila kasama yung ibang bata. And that time, yun yung na-feel ko. It started off as a game. Then came Kim's first crossroad. Could she take it to the next level? Last 2005, um, I think 13 or 14 years old ako, nagkaroon ng SEA Games Philippines. nag start pa lang ako mag-triathlon. So, dinala ko ng parents ko sa SEA Games Subic para manood kila Coach Annie and Ate Sandra Arroyo. Tapos, naalala ko nung moment na yun na pati ako as nanonood, kinakabahan na pinapanood ko lang sila. Mamos crowd there at the uh, Carino Grandstand for the opening ceremonies. And... Sila ang mga atleta ng Timog Silanang Asya! So, noong time na nag-line up na sila sa Puntun para mag-go-go na sila, ang sakit ng Nico, as in parang nanginginay, parang magko-collapse rin ako. Tapos na-realize ko that time na what if ako rin yung mag-re-race ng SEA Games and yung buong kababayan ko nanonood sa akin. Feeling ko, that time, feeling ko hindi ko kakayanin. Feeling ko magpukulaps ako. Tapos, noong 2019, nangyaring nga yun, nagkaroon ng SEA Games Philippines and ako yung nagrepresent ng country natin. That time, yung nakatayo ako sa punton, hindi ako lumilingon sa likod. Kasi natatakot ako, baka may makita akong bata na babae na parang magkukolapse rin na nakatingin sa akin. So sabi ko, kailangan ko mag-focus and kailangan kong i-contain yung feeling ko na kailangan kong mag-go hard for this race. From then on, Kim was all in. But before she could represent the country, she had to jump headfirst into training and master all three components of a triathlon. And this led her down a long road. I think two years, yung coach ko rin yung nagsabi na parang pwede ka nang mag-compete triathlon. Kasi that time, medyo national team na ako. I mean, training pool na ako, pero ang ginagawa ko palagi is aquathlon. As in, swim and run. Swim and run. Yun yung lagi kong nire-race. And then, yung coach ko nagsabi na sa akin. Kasi pinapatry niya rin kami magpaipaakit ng tagaytay. Pero ang tagal, sobrang tagal. Until now, parang medyo may feeling pa rin ako na yun pa rin yung weakness ko, yung bike. Pero sinasabi ng mga teammates ko, hindi, hindi mo na siya weakness. <laughs> Saka na sa isang pinakamalakas mag-bike ngayon. <laughs> At 14 years old, Kim finally got her first taste of competing for the national team. Singapore, pinadala ko. Kasi try lang, isang race lang. Pinadala nila ako sa Singapore to race. And then, as in, wala akong idea kung anong nangyayari outside ng triathlon sa labas ng Pilipinas. And nagulat ako. Natapos ako second. And gulat na gulat yung national team na nag-second ako. Kaka-expert mode mo lang sa bike. Tapos, <laughs> tapos nag-second kakagad international. Nag-Asian Championships ako right away after that, juniors. Tapos pinagte-training camp na ako sa ibang bansa. So, 
wala rin akong masabi sa support ng national team as in inaalagaan nila yung craft as in doon ako nagsimula sila na rin nagpalaki sa akin binantayan nila ako since day one ko sa triathlon career ko that time sobrang taas tong tingin ko sa kanila as in parang I mean sila lang yung kilala kong triathlete I mean that time hindi pa naman uso yung Instagram na titingin ka ng foreign athlete na idol mo and sila lang lagi nakikita ko sa races dito sa Philippines. So, every time na makikita ko sila, parang gusto ko mag-bow. <laughs> Ang galing nyo. Every time na may race kami abroad, sinasabi nila na ganito yung gagawin mo or basta ginag-guide nila ako. I mean, tinuturing talaga nila akong junior. The first years of serious training can be tough, but even more so for younger athletes like Kim, who was away from her home and family. Mas mahirap nung time dati kasi dati talagang call lang wala namang wala namang wifi wala wala pa lang smartphone masyado. Nagpunta kami ng Korea doon. Naalala ko 15 ako or 16. Naalala ko umiiyak ako sa teammate ko kasi walang roaming yung phone ko. Tapos sinabi ko sa teammate ko hindi ko makontact yung parents ko. <laughs> I mean bata ako eh. Gusto ko minsan yung comfort ng parents ko nandun palagi. Pero eventually, parang masasanay na ako na, okay, ito na yung buhay ko, na bubuhay ako na nagka-travel palagi. Another challenge Kim faced was having to choose the direction of her life as she grew up in her sport. Between changing interests and the increasing pressure of choosing between school and sports, Not every young athlete moves on to a full-time career in sports as an adult. I face a career ng triathlete. I mean, if nagsimula ka ng bata is after high school, after college, mag-stop ka na mag-triathlon. Sobrang dami naming bata before. And then eventually, nababawasan. Every year, habang tumatanda kami, nababawasan kami. Tapos until na-realize ko nung nag-reach ako ng 16 years old, parang medyo tatlo na lang kami. <laughs> <laughs> tatlo na lang kami from like let's say 12 na bata na nag-start. Tatlo na lang kami na game pa rin mag-race, game pa rin mag-training camp abroad or mag-skip ng school. And yung tumatandaan kami, parang kumukonti na kami na bata. And nare-realize ko na gusto ko ba talaga to? Kasi pwede na ako mag-focus sa school ko and mag-focus sa college. Supportive yung parents ko na sinasabi nila na gawin ko yung gusto ko palagi. And then that time, nag-homeschool na ako. Kasi ganun ko kagusto yung triathlon. Gusto ko mag-race na mag-race. That time, kinausap ako ng national team. That time, dapat magka-college na ako. Naka-enroll ako sa Lasal. And naghihintay na lang ako ng pasukan. No, naalala ko doon summer. And then, sinabi sa akin ng national team na if gusto ko mag-training camp, subit kasama yung mga world champion and olympians sabi ng parents ko sige try mo lang mag LOA isang sem and let's see what will happen parang naisip ko na hindi na normal yung life ko I mean pag pumasa ko ng second sem iba na siya <laughs> hindi na normal yung tatahakin ko and parang tinanggap ko na siya agad na since nag enjoy naman ako and nag excel ako And galingan ko na lang. <laughs> Since masaya rin naman ako, 
I mean, parang tinanggap ko na na, yes, ito na yung career talaga na gusto ko. Since nakikita nila ako na masaya ako na ginagawa ko yung gusto ko, and I think lahat naman siguro ng parents, yun yung gusto na makakita masaya yung anak nila. So, and feeling ko dahil nag-excel rin ako that time, so talaga sinusupport lang talaga nila. Kim chose to go all in with her athletic career instead of the traditional path of completing her studies. She chose to follow a life path that isn't normal for most people. But all the same, she was heading towards a dream and a career path that's as valid as anything else. We see it all the time with NBA players, legends finishing only up to high school then going on to devote the rest of their lives to fulfilling lucrative careers. It's a big risk, especially in the Philippines where society places a premium on college education. But Kim knew she could define her success on her own terms. She left La Salle and moved to Subic full-time. And while other teenagers were worried about term papers, Kim was learning to live independently. Wala akong alam gawin sa bahay. I mean, di ako marun magluto. Di ako marun maglinis ang bahay. And <laughs> doon ko natutunan lahat sa subing. I mean, pati pagsaing. So, parang eye-opener rin siya na ito na yung real world. Si Coach Annie talaga. Kasama ko na siya since yung teammate ko pa siya. And nakita niya ako simula nung nagsimula ko na, I mean, nung nag-see game siya. <laughs> Kasi siya yung nag-race noong 2005. And lagi niya akong ina-advise on that time. And then, nung naging coach siya, lumipat agad ako sa kanya para maging coach ko siya. So, siya yung parang mentor ko sa triathlon. So, what is life like for a member of the triathlon national team? Namubuhay kami through races. So, kailangan namin mag-race to earn money. And, so... Eto, dahil national team ako, nag-earn rin ako ng money from national team. And nagsinusupport rin nila yung mga races ko. So, from races and then some endorsement and ayun nga, sponsors, I race like 15 races a year. Nagtitraining kami all year round, as in hindi kami nag stop Any month of the year, sabi mo mag-race ako bigla. Lagi kaming ready. Pero, yung sa amin, may peak. So, tina-timing namin yung mga important race na doon kami magpipik. Sea Games, kailangan nakapik kami. And then, siguro, two, three races, medyo bababa. Pipili kami ng mas bababang races. And then, Asian Games, on September, peak na naman. And then, after Asian Games, baba na naman. And then, mga... Between running, swimming, and cycling, a triathlete's daily life is completely devoted to their sport. When I asked Kim about how she unwinds in between races, she said that her routines involve making checklists of what she needs to prepare and do before a race. And she's always in between places, coming home from a race only to pack up for the next one. So, so maga. Gigising ako ng 4.30 and then magbe-breakfast ako. Sobrang light breakfast lang, like oats. And then mag-start kami ng first training in Novali or in Vermosa. And then after nun, magbabrunch kami. 
and then tulog, and then pagising, kain na naman, and then training na naman for second session. So, yun yung routine ko. Halos ganun yung routine ko everyday. May variety lang, syempre, hindi ko alam if mag-swim ba ako, or mag-bike, or mag sa morning, or sa hapon day swim, or an bike. So, may mga variety lang kung ano yung magagawin. Yung pinaka-gustong-gusto ko, lagi ako nagtitraining kasama ng mga boys para mas makatak ako, para mas maging malakas ako. Kailangan nagtitraining ka sa mas mataas sa'yo. I mean, I don't mind if ako yung pinakalas as long na yung mga kasama ko sobrang mas malakas sa'kin. So, yun yung na-enjoy ko palagi. I mean, pinupush ko yung sarili ko to the level na kaya ko dumikit sa mga guys pag lalaki, yung kasama mo mag-trading, parang minsan ayaw nilang may kasamang babae. So, pinipilit nilang i-drop ako sa bike. Feeling ko parang siguro ego. Hindi ko sure, ah. Hindi <laughs> ko sure. Pero, yun yung feel ko. And sinasabi nila sa akin na anong goal natin today. Parang pakalasin si Kim. And parang challenging sa akin na hindi ako kakalas sa inyo. I mean, dito lang ako sa likod nyo, boys. So, parang enjoy na enjoy ako. Mahirap siya, pero sobrang nag enjoy ako sa training na gano'n. Kasi feeling ko, nag improve ako agad-agad. I mean, mabilis, mabilis ko nakikita yung improvement ng training ko if nafe-feel ko nahihirapan ako. So, kaya gustong-gusto ko yung parang feeling ko lagi akong last pag sa training. And how does she feel about a life of training? Day in, day out. Nag-enjoy ako. Nag-enjoy ako until now na ginagawa ko. And I don't think na tatagal ako dito if hindi ako nag-enjoy. All roads in a triathlete's busy life lead to the race. And for the Philippine national team, the most important one, the one where we consistently dominate, is the SEA Games. SEA Games season, sobrang importante sa national team triathlon to. Kasi parang dito kami nakakakuha ng maximum na exposure for the sport. From 2015 to 2019, Kim helped lead the way for the Philippines to top the races. Noong 2015 actually, nag-coach ako ng Portuguese coach pero kakaumpis ako pa lang. After noon, kinausap ako ng coach ko if gusto kong magtuloy-tuloy sa kanya. And then, yun nga, yun yung ginawa ko. Tuloy-tuloy lang ako nag-training. Hindi ako nag-stop since 2015. So, 2017, um, since hindi ako yung gold medalist noong 2015, so hindi ako yung favorite that time. Kasi usually, pag SEA Games, since ito yung nag-gold, last SEA Games, ko yung favorite. So, less pressure siya sa akin. And hindi ako makapaniwala that time na nag-gold ako. For me, It's not about winning for myself. It's always about winning for the country. I mean, kahit sino pa yan, basta Philippines yung gold, I'm really happy. And that time na ako yung nag-gold, sobrang tuwan-tuwa ako. And sinabi ko sa sarili ko na sana hindi na maalis yung gold sa Philippines for triathlons. <laughs> And yan, nakakatawa lang yung feeling na sunod-sunod na yung gold for us. Sea Games 2019, kakaibang Sea Games siya for me kasi dito siya sa Philippines. 
and grabe yung pressure ng mga tao lalo na syempre ako yung nag-gold last three games ng 2017 and yung ginawa ko lang is hindi ko siya inisip at all inisip ko na gagawin ko yung palagi kong ginagawa sa races I mean swim bike run kung gano kalakas yun pa rin yung gagawin ko for me yun yung pinaka the best na race sa buong buhay ko yung SEA Games 2019 kasi lahat ng pamilya ko, lahat ng kaibigan ko nanonood sa akin and pati hindi ko kakilala nanonood sa akin and nakaka-proud e represent yung bansa sa bansa mo talaga sa Philippines nakaka-proud sobra that time kasi yung buong street ng Subic sa run course, punong-puno ng Pilipino as in yun yung pinakamadaming tao nakita ko sa buong buhay ko na nanonood ng triathlon since hindi siya singsikat ng let's say marathon or cycling. Sobrang dami po nung puno hanggang U-turn. So inisip ko, yung alam ko mananalo na ako, inisip ko, ano kaya gagawin ko hanggang papalapit ng papalapit sa finish line? Apiran ko ba yung mga tao? Mag-wave ba ako Amay, wala akong nagawa. I mean, yung sigaw ng mga tao, nag-sprint na lang ako hanggang finish line. Yun lang yung nagawa ko. Kasi parang sabi ko, na-excite ako matapos, tapos iakat ko na yung flag. <laughs> Para, yes, gold na talaga, sure. Hindi ko na naisip makipag-appear or makipag-wave hand sa iba. Yung iniisip ko that time na, yes, matatapos na and sa akin na to, And gusto kong i-enjoy yung moment na ma-feel ko na magkocross ako ng finish line. And actually, hindi mo may isip eh, kasi in the zone ka pa rin sa racing eh. Pero, yeah, um, kasi before SEA Games, mahirap talaga yung training. So parang, parang feeling mo graduation siya. Yes, tapos na ako. Parang ganun yung feeling ko. Yes, tapos na ako. After these several gold medals, no, people started calling you Southeast Asia's Triathlon Queen. How does that nickname feel to you? Um, actually, hindi ko iniisip. Kasi pag iniisip ko, napipressure ako na to perform. Kailangan kong i-maintain talaga. As in, palagi. Hindi ko na lang iniisip yung ganong nicknames. Pero nakakatuwa na ganun nila ako tinatawag. So... Masaya lang ako na meron silang positive na nickname sa akin. Then, a new challenge. Kim already reigned in the SEA Games triathlon event. What if she competed in duathlon too? Nanalo ko ng national duathlon noong 2021. And then, pag nanalo ko pala ng national duathlon, ikaw na rin yung mag-re-race for SEA Games duathlon. So, kinausap ako ng federation if kaya ko bang pagsabayin. And I said, yes. <laughs> so, parang doon namin na-discover na, oh, pwede pala. And, hindi rin naman masyadong malayo yung training nila. Kasi, same distance. So, parang hindi rin magbabago yung training ko for two sport. Since dalawa yung sports ko doon, hindi ko alam kung ano yung expect ko. Kagaya nga nung pinost ko sa Instagram na 
nung nanalo ako ng duathlon is ginulat mo Kim. Kasi hindi ko na-expect na mananalo rin ako ng duathlon kasi uh, parang okay, nanalo ako ng national duathlon sa bansa namin pero hindi ko, it doesn't mean na mananalo ako ng SEA Games agad-agad. And uh, talaga nagulat lang ako sa result and sobrang special sa akin yun, yung Vietnam na race na. And so Kim won a gold medal for duathlon in the 2021 SEA Games in Vietnam, on top of her gold for triathlon in the same competition. Unless Vietnam, ako lang yung nag-double na sport. Pero this year, parang siguro na-figure out nila, ay pwede pala kasi ginawa ni Kim last SEA Games. Eh. So this Cambodia SEA Games, ang daming bansa na nag-double na sport. Actually, masaya ako kasi nakikita ng bansa na threat yung Philippines and gumagawa sila ng way para matalo nila yung Philippines. But the 2023 SEA Games in Cambodia would be a bigger challenge. So yeah, um, ngayon, um, silver medal ako sa Triathlon 2023 SEA Games. Um, yung last U-turn ng run, parang medyo naisip ko na na baka hindi tayo mag-gold. And uh, that time, iniisip ko na silver is not bad. I mean, hindi siya talo. Medal pa rin siya for the country. And, pero hindi pa rin ako nag-give up. I mean, pwede kasi may mangyari sa kanya, let's say, 200 meters before. So, hindi pa rin ako nag-give up. Pinupush ko pa rin siya until makarating ako ng finish line. And then, pagkarating ko ng finish line, nakita ko si Coach Annie. And then, umiyak kasi wala na sa, wala na sa Philippines yung gold. Pero, sinabi niya na, it's okay, we're still proud of you. And then, lalo ako na iyak. How does a winner take a loss? Because, to be real, setbacks hurt and it's normal to feel discouraged. But Kim says you can't grieve a loss forever. And sinabi ko sa kanya, I'm sure makukuha ulit natin to next SEA Games. Ngayon, um, lagi kong sinasabi if may... I mean, hindi siya bad race eh. Kailangan ko lang mag-move on palagi. Sa kahit anong scenario sa buhay, kailangan mo mag-move on palagi. So, refocus and try to look sa next race. Kailangan darating ako doon na para talagang ready to fight for gold again. Being a winner doesn't mean never losing. When we step away from the moment of a loss, we see that it's just a moment, one point in time. It doesn't erase our past wins, nor take away our ability to win in the future. A silver medal feels like a loss only because Kim had won so many consecutive gold medals. But when you zoom out, Kim remains one of the Philippines' most dominant athletes in her sport. Someone whose success opens possibilities for others. Ngayon, tiyataas ko lang kasi yung standard ng triathlon Philippines. So, kaya ako nagre-race abroad and kaya ako kumuha ng exposure abroad kasi gusto kong mas mamulat yung mga Filipino triathletes kung ano yung racing abroad. Kasi nung nag-start ako, like nung sinabi ko, wala akong idea kung ano yung 
races abroad. Success on Kim's terms means being brave enough to take an unconventional path and resilient enough to embrace challenges. You may not always get the results you want, but you get back up each time. Hindi naman palaging nasa taas. And for me, hindi rin maganda pag lagi kang nasa taas. Minsan, dapat ma-feel mo rin na mababa ka ng konti. And then, tsaka mas ma-feel yung panalo if nanggaling ka ulit sa baba and aakyat ka. Again, I'm Siege Tantanko Malolos Puma Podcast. This episode was hosted by me. Produced by me, Nina Toralba. And edited by me, Mark Casillian. If you feel inspired by Kim's story, please rate us with five stars on your podcast app or leave a comment on Spotify. It really helps more people discover the stories we do and helps introduce more people to our amazing Filipina athletes. What was your favorite part of this episode? Share your favorite Kimang Robong quote on social media and don't forget to tag us at underscore GoHardGirls on Twitter and Instagram and GoHardGirlsPH on TikTok and Facebook. You can also tag me at SiegeTheDay. That's C-E-E-J, The Day. And in our next episode... It's important for girls to um, know that they can also play um, a male-dominated sport. We're not trying to compete with men. We're just saying that in general, we can play a rough sport as well. Hi, I'm Idria of Hockey Philippines Women's Team. Catch these amazing ladies and the whole national team on the next episode of Go Hard Girls where you can learn more about hockey. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.